Hello and welcome to another episode of What She Said. This week I chatted to my lovely friend Ellie Quinn of The Wandering Quinn. We had a super witchy <laughs> bit of a <clears throat> excuse me, bit of a woo-woo chat about the power of manifesting abundance because I think sometimes it's easy to think that we're not the masters of our own destiny, especially when you're a blogger and there's so much other stuff going on. Um, but you are, and you can make really awesome things happen. Um, it, I hope I hope it's super empowering. Um, both of us have had real shifts in our businesses over the past year, and we've seen how our mindset, shifting our mindset has helped that happen and helped us to grow. Um, and if nothing else, it's just quite a fun chat. Uh, we talked a little bit about our love for, of podcasts, specifically Yoga Girl, um, how it's important to run your own race and how changing your mindset and manifesting abundance can be a total game changer. Enjoy the episode. Hi, Ellie. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm a big <laughs> fan of the podcast. <laughs> I've listened to like literally every single episode. <laughs> You're such a cheerleader. So before we go into it, I'm just going to put a little disclaimer. Ellie and I are friends in real life, so it might be a bit more of the one of the giddy episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody that doesn't know who you are, can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your blogging journey so far? Yeah, absolutely. So yes, my name's Ellie and my blog is The Wandering Quinn. And I've actually had my blog, I always find this like weird to say because I've actually had my blog since the start of 2014. Mm -hmm. um, before that, I was living in Australia and then someone just said to me, and I still remember it like really vividly, they're like, you should start a blog because I was going to Southeast Asia. So I had been reading quite a few blogs anyway, like Brenna from The Spatter mm -hmm. Suitcase. She's been on the show and she was like one of the first blogs that I ever read or really? at least... Yeah, or at least recognised was a blog as well. I'm sure before that I'd probably found them online, but not yeah. really realised that this was like a thing. Um, so yeah, so I set up like a Tumblr account, and yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. So yeah, so like my few months in Southeast Asia was very kind of like journal-like, but also mm -hmm. giving tips on like accommodation prices and how to get to places because that's all the information that I was looking for. Um, and then end of 2014, I kind of realized that blogging was much more of a thing and I set up my own domain, so The Wandering Quinn. Um, yeah, 2015, again, it was just very journal-like trying to put a bit of information out there. But it wasn't until I moved to London nearly, very nearly two years ago, actually, um, where I was like, right, I really want to... I still didn't really know what I wanted to do, but just kind of have a more established blog and feel yeah. like I was more of a blogger. Yeah. So, yeah, 2016 was still, like, I work full-time. I well, still work full-time. Um, that was a good year for just producing content. But 2017, for me, was a really kind of turning point in terms of actually making a bit of money through the blog, doing some press trips, doing a lot mm. of collaborations, and, um, like, my page views increasing, and I feel like becoming a, more of an established blogger. So, yeah, I'm very excited about 2018 and <laughs> new journey going forward. So actually, all of this has happened in the time that I've known you, so I've kind of been able to see it yeah, happening in front of me, which is pretty cool. What Going back to the beginning yeah. and talking about 
some of the stumbling blocks that you will have no doubt stumbled on yeah <laughs> what what were those did you have any you're yeah, such a positive no, person I can't I mean you're not the sort of person to give up very easily yeah I must say I'm definitely I don't like to put myself down I mm. think and I've never been like that like with everything really in life mm. um but I mean this time last year I think actually was a really um is kind of like the polar opposite to what I was feeling right now because I um was was in a relationship that wasn't that good mm. I was in a job where it was good but I just wasn't making any money and I remember like we've been able to save money um living in London and I remember just thinking like what's the point like I'm putting so much effort into my blog like on the weekends and the evenings and I'm a travel blogger and I love to travel and I'm seeing all these people like online going away all the time but I can't afford to go away Mm -hmm. and I did kind of have that you know what why why am I doing this so Mm -hmm. I think yeah a year ago was probably um at that point because I think before that it was still very hobby like so I didn't really think of it too seriously but 2016 kind of really changed my opinion on it but then I kind of hit that slump in 2017 starts I do think that everybody everybody goes through that don't they they get to it like you kind of especially if you start a travel blog in the way that quite a lot of us started a travel blog which was just to journal our travels most of us in southeast asia (laughs) yeah so much content but if you start it that way you you just journal and then suddenly someone says or you notice oh hey this could be a thing you start taking it more seriously and then you hit a wall and and you don't go any further i I feel like quite a lot of us go through that there's so much noise out there telling us you should do it this way you should do it that way blah 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 blah. I don't know I feel like we've probably gone in a similar journey this year um yeah in our in that our mindsets have shifted it's not that so let's talk about that a little bit because yeah. so 2017 has been an awesome year for you you did lots of press trips and brand collaborations and things like that yeah what was it that changed because you know you've written a post recent a couple of posts recently and been really honest and open and given some really great tips I'll link to it in the show notes about exactly what grew your traffic yeah what but yeah let's talk a little bit about what changed in 2017 yeah I think I mean I definitely put more effort into it so although I probably it's funny if I look back on 2016 I thought I was working on it a lot but like I really wasn't which is fine because it was again still very hobby but actually you know the hours that I put in have been a lot more Mm -hmm. in 2017 Um, and another thing is actually I think the fact that I've had that I have had my blog for so long actually I found now that a lot of the posts that were older are now actually getting views which is amazing and now I'm just so thankful that I've kind of kept at it because things like little things like that seem to be paying off yeah um but also yeah very much like a mindset change especially um over the last few months of so last year I yeah I said I did, did quite a lot of brand collaborations and press trips and I did reach out to definitely quite a few people. I'm very much of the opinion, if you don't ask, then you don't get. Mm -hmm. So I have no, I always knew, I think, I did remember wondering, like, at one point, like, how big do you have to be to reach out? And so I can't really remember exactly when I did, but... um, you know, I've never had a negative response back. It's mm-hmm. always either been like no response to an email or, you know, something or, you know, a, a good email back. Um, but I started to notice then that I was getting a lot of emails, you know, just randomly in my inbox. Um, 
and when I say a lot I don't mean a lot a lot I just mean a fair few you know good good quality things and I then kind of thought well why why me in a way and again not in a I want to put myself down way um like oh why are they picking me over anyone else because I you know do believe in my blog and myself but at the same time you think oh there's so many people out there like how did they get hold of my details and then that's when I kind of started believing and thinking about well I'm putting this energy out there Mm -hmm. that I'm reaching out to a lot of people and by all means you know the amount of people that I've sent emails to and the amount of people that have come back has been like such a small amount <laughs> which is but that's fine because I can only be in one place at one time yeah, I guess being a travel blogger so yeah um but yeah and then I was like well actually I feel like I'm creating this you know these collaborations and these emails that are coming in and these opportunities because I'm really really trying yeah. whether that's you know the writing or or reaching out or and just you know trying to share my knowledge as well so that's what I think it's been a big game changer for me. And let's talk about the practical side of reaching out to brands because I know yes. that that is, yeah, like you you touched on it. Like, how do you know when you're big enough? Yeah. Inverted, you know, in quotation marks. How do you know when you're big enough to to go to a brand and pitch to them? Yeah, I'm totally of the same mindset as you. I think as long as you know yourself that you're offering value, yeah, um, then yeah, if you don't ask, you don't get. People don't. People, the, the blogosphere is so saturated you can't expect all these dreamy dreamy brands that you want to collaborate with to come and find you no, you can't exactly. just sit and wait for amazing things to happen to you you kind of have to go out there and get them but let's talk about the practical th- steps of yeah you just said you it wasn't one or two or three pitches there was probably you know maybe 30 of them mm-hmm. how, how like where did you start um I think so for me yeah travel is like everything I mean we're probably gonna I know you have a lot of people that um listen to the podcast that are kind of blogging all types of spheres but um yeah I'm very much I feel like we'll talk about travel a lot because that's definitely my thing um so I because I'm living in London I've got a full-time job so I am working around annual leave um I've very much been focusing on Europe recently and, mm-hmm. and places I want to go in Europe so like I wouldn't you know pitch to like visit Australia or something like yeah. that because realistically I haven't got the time to go there unfortunately yeah. so I feel like for one I've been very realistic in what I've been going after yeah um so whether that's yeah like tourist boards and I've been you know find the details it's you know it's pretty easy to find details mm-hmm. online or just dropping you know people a message on Twitter mm-hmm. um one thing I said in my post where I said about how I've grown my page views I believe is is looking at which brands are already working with bloggers yeah. so if they've got a successful thing and again that kind of you know it's that thing of all oh, you copying but if they're looking to work with bloggers then they've you know they've got a project going when hopefully they are looking to work with I don't other think people. that's copying at all yeah I think that's just really sensible because you want to find out if someone's open to working with bloggers that's because it. if they're not then you know you you've you've only got so many hours in the day to be pitching people you may as well pitch people that you know want have already got a kind of influencer strategy in place yeah definitely yeah so I think yeah with like good intention stuff that's fine so I'd actually I'd say to like a newbie person that was looking you know hadn't pitched before and was wondering you know who to pitch to I'd probably say okay look which tourist boards are working with bloggers Mm -hmm. which kind of um you know product or brands are kind of working with them um so yeah and then yeah I do just send I put my media kit together I mean even this time last year I definitely didn't have a media kit I don't think I got one until 
I think Traverse was the point where I was like, listened to loads of people chatting. I was like, okay, new London Traverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I had one before that, but it wasn't that good. So I was like, right, need to go onto Canva, and I did one on Canva. And um, and then, yeah, and then just kind of put a pitch email together. And I think that's definitely evolved. I can yeah. imagine it if I was to look back at what I wrote like a year ago, it wouldn't have been that good. But again, yeah. you pick up on different things and you learn how to de- say different things. So it's, it's a part of the journey, I think, yeah, as well. as I think so too. Yeah. And also just to interject here um, and say something which might be a bit controversial, I think people like to tell you you need a media kit because they... Mm-hmm. Be- bloggers like I'm, I'm saying bigger bloggers again in quotation marks when I say bigger yeah. bloggers I mean more established bloggers or whatever I think sometimes they like to tell they like to set themselves apart oh god this is not this is sounding really bad <laughs> <laughs> no I know what you mean do you know what it I mean it just feels like another thing that you should be doing or you need to be yeah. doing or, and I actually, and also, sorry go on Oh, no, I was going to say, and I also think, you know, at first I was like, well, how do I even put a media kit together? And I remember, like, doing it on PowerPoint at work, like, literally, this was, like, only in, like, March. Yeah. Um, and then I got onto Canva, and my media kit is, yeah, no way impressive, and I'm not actually creative in that terms of, like, putting things like that together. Yeah. Um, and I but thought about buying have, one. It, but, I yeah, it's just the fact, that thing, I just, it's just writing, really, and a few images, yeah. and, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah instead of me writing it in an email I felt like it's good just to put it on there in an attachment and it looks a bit more um slightly more professional but yeah I definitely know what you mean in terms of it kind of just feels like another thing or fancy thing you should be doing I think I think it's um it is a nice thing to have and if it saves you time and and it's a nice way of tying up your kind of um USP and all of the things that you offer value to a brand then that's awesome but I sort of feel like sometimes people wait until they've got a media kit before they pitch because they think, oh, I I can't pitch if I don't have a media kit. And, you know, there's so many people who I I actually, this is a complete honest truth bomb. I have a media kit, but I very rarely use it. I don't put it off. I don't take it to WTM. The brands that I work with very rarely ask for a media kit. Yeah. It's only if I have to cold pitch a brand, which I don't do really anymore. Not yeah. that, that makes me sound like I'm so big I don't do it. It's more because <laughs> it's just because I, I don't really work with brands. Yeah, um, fair yeah, so I don't know. I think but I think if it serves you and it definitely did serve you yeah anyhow just to interject there but I'll I'll take myself back out now and I'll pipe down <laughs> no it's fine it's interesting it's good to get other opinions that's how I like this podcast <laughs> so what else happened so you pitched so you started pitching people and and this was like it's recent wasn't it early because it was only last summer really where things started yeah I think for me actually so when I had this kind of like slump this time last year um towards the end of 2016 I had confirmed a trip to Egypt with mm-hmm. um like yeah like an organized tour oh, yes, and I remember. yeah so I went there in April and so I, I actually knew I remember when I booked it, I remember thinking this is good because it's going to keep me it's going to keep me wanting to post because yeah. you know I've just told them like that I've got a blog yeah. <laughs> I've got social media and if I just disappear they're going to be like mm, either I don't know if you could come on the trip or you know <laughs> you're kind of just like promising false you know yeah. false things so um and I also at WTM in 2016 I won flights to Georgia of course you um did. so yeah so I took my dad there so 
um, although I didn't do many travels in the start of 2017, it was really good because I actually had things on the horizon. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely what kind of kept me going. And then I, yeah, and then the kind of year went on. And by then it was kind of like, you know, halfway through the year. And I did just get a couple of emails um, about, a cu- you know, a couple of trips. And that just kind of really increased my confidence as well. Yeah. And, it, you know, and then I actually had content to produce because I went to Georgia and things like that. And I felt like I was, you know, a bit, I guess a bit more interesting yeah. um, on social media and online. Yeah. yeah so. I think, and I think actually, I mean, I know we're talking about travel because that's yeah. like our yeah. area of expertise and it's certainly yours. But this can apply to anything it's totally transferable but we're just you know bear with us because we're talking about specifically press trips but you could literally delete as appropriate and insert brand collaboration or whatever or hotel stay or I don't know yoga retreat whatever yeah Um, I think when you start going on press trips if you do if you do a good job you're on people's radars because what people probably sometimes don't realize is that you know it's not it's not just joe bloggs who's head of georgia who's organizing it it's a pr or it's you know whatever yeah it's an agency um and they organize other trips and one of the best tips i ever got was from jen lothrop from she gets around she was our very first guest way back in series one and she said to me um just it was kind of just a throwaway comment she was like well you know a pr is not going to want to go away with you know someone they don't like yeah so be nice just be a nice person as well as all the other stuff so it's not just about your stats it's not just about it's about all of those things and being professional and the rest of it but once you're on people's radars and you're a nice person they will want to work with you again yeah definitely and I found that um I guess because like the age we are and stuff that a lot of the people that are in the PR agencies and stuff, they're just like us, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they are doing their nine to five, really. And um, and so, yeah, I try and talk to people. Obviously, don't want it to be too casual, but I do kind of talk to them as if, yeah. you know, they're just kind of a colleague, a colleague, I guess, yeah. which you are really in, yeah. in ways. Um, so, yeah, no, that's definitely true about press trips. Yeah. Do you think that talking about kind of the thing that me and you are basically obsessed with yeah. <laughs> which is manifesting so yes. one of the things I don't know if I feel like I feel like you implanted this idea into my head because of yoga girl I don't yeah, know if that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah, because she did um, a whole episode yes. on manifesting and how she, yeah. when she was in Costa Rica and how things just happened. So mm. I think, and I think at that point, yeah, like she was quite early on in a podcast mm. and we were just kind of like chatting about every episode that she brought out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she was talking about manifesting abundance and it seems yes. really ridiculous. And it, if you don't listen to the podcast, it's amazing. It's so, so good. It's yeah. From the heart. I guess I'll link to that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and she was yeah she she lived in costa rica and then she manifested it was like she manifested a job basically and then something else happened but it it was always like crazy crazy shit happening to her like she was about to she couldn't pay her rent but then suddenly someone offered her a job somewhere which led to something else and you know it wasn't just it's not like pretty woman but yeah that's a regular analogy it's practical Yeah. yeah But I, do, I definitely, 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 definitely believe that shifting mm-hmm. your mindset is kind of the first step on the way to 
shifting everything else I don't know yeah. I know you think the same as well yeah no definitely so I think when it came to me it's about just what I was saying before is um yeah when I was reaching out a lot to people and um but then I was also getting so actually we're talking about media kits and actually but like the three kind of most successful I think um like brand collaborations I did last year none of those people saw my media kit no one asked for it literally just mm. an email do you want to work with us do you want to do this and I was like oh, you know you you know, sent so many emails with all of these details to people that haven't got back to me and then they've just like literally appeared in my inbox like super easy. Um, and then that's when I kind of thought, well, I maybe I am creating this. Like I am putting that, yeah, like I said, that energy out there mm-hmm. to, to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, for me, I am a really big believer in it. I think everyone, you know, everyone has that thought, like, the quote, you know, your thoughts affect your life yeah. and your thoughts can change your life is very general. And I think we all know it mm. anyway. Um, and, you, you know, you've heard it and you kind of think, yeah, no, that's true. But since I've been looking into this manifestation kind of thing more, I've realized that you can actually, and especially like with Ra- what Rachel was saying, you can really pinpoint more exactly what you want. Yeah. So what is it that you really want? And again, that can be something really big or it could just be something just quite small um in terms of you know work or life or anything mm-hmm. um and actually pinpointing okay this is what I want and I'm going to create it and that is possible do you so do you like in terms of practical steps that you take do you write yeah. it down or do you like how do yeah. you kind of put it out there and make sure that that's forefront of your mind so what I've been kind of again like looking into recently I think I think the first thing is to yeah decide what it is that you want Mm. um especially if it's going to be quite a big thing whether it is like you know a diary full of like dream clients or that you want to go full-time or that you want to get you know yeah collaboration that is paid you know around a certain amount of money or something like that um but yeah I think well pinpointing firstly yeah what it is that you want and obviously maybe some of the smaller things you won't know exactly what you want until that kind of it kind of arrives in that way yeah but the big thing that I kind of heard recently is that if you don't know what you want, then this is going to say, I'm going to start talking about the universe and everything. We're going to go in for it. But yeah, if you don't know what you want, then how can the universe give you what you want? Yeah. Um, I and, agree. Yeah. And I think this, so we were chatting this morning actually because on your Facebook group mm. which I love as well <laughs> and um yeah the honesty kind of section that you've got going so it's Wednesday today so that went out this morning yeah. um and I know we were speaking with a few people saying you know about goals but it's like really working out well what is your goal because if you don't know what it mm. is how are you going to know that you've achieved it or how is that going to manifest for you yeah totally and actually it's the whole goal thing as well I think is so important because so often as bloggers we're chasing but stuff that we don't really know stuff that we don't know why we're chasing it right yeah yeah I think the example that we were using is that a lot of people were saying so in the honesty thread for anybody that's not part of the Facebook group and if you want to be part of the Facebook group go to just search for what she said in Facebook um, and you'll find it and you just have to request to join um, 
every Wednesday now we're going to do a bit of an honesty thread and we're going to do it now yeah <laughs> put it out on the podcast <laughs> yeah it's happening <laughs> um and normally I start by just saying these are three things that is going on for me and it'll just be honest stuff that you don't necessarily always hear from other bloggers so one week I shared this is my rate this is how much I get paid if I write for the Telegraph for example and I can't remember what I was saying today um I can't remember at all but you know like we all say, say different things but then everybody feels open and comfortable to be vulnerable and say oh my god yeah I'm hating Instagram at the moment and I just feel shit about it every time I look at it or um I've been desperate to grow my blog for the past you know two years one person even was like you know I'm feeling like absolute crap at the moment my stats have tanked Mm. um my husband's snoring all the time and I can't sleep do you know like it's just stuff like that so this particular example that me and you were both involved in this particular thread was a couple of people talking about their traffic and they they were feeling down on themselves because they felt that they wanted well they wanted to grow their blog and so I went back and said why do you want to grow it and what like what is your actual goal like and why Mm. and that is always my number one question to clients because when when I've had coaching clients everybody wants to grow their traffic and they want to get to it's they want to get to whatever number a magic number and it's the same on Instagram really and any other form of social media if you don't know why you want to get to that number it's probably not going to happen and when you get there what are you going to do with it you're going to want to get to another number because yeah it's like weight it's like everything it's like weight loss it's like everything you know people say I want to get down to this number and it's like okay well what happens when you get there are you going to keep losing weight because you probably can't then so yeah yeah it's so true and I just think so what we were talking about was um knowing your I mean, we kind of gone a bit off topic and rambled. Yeah. I'm rambling now, but <laughs> I suppose it, but it kind of tie, it all ties in together. Like, if you know, I want to get to twenty five thousand page views because then I get accepted into this um, ad ad network, yeah, where I can then advertise on my blog and I can monetize it. Great, that's your goal. Once you get mm-hmm. there, you're going to feel great because you've got to that's you know you've got something kind of almost not tangible that's not the right word but you know what I mean you've got something yeah, no, trackable exactly. and yeah but if you're just putting out there into the universe I just want to get to a number because I just want to get there basically yeah. you're just serving your own ego and I feel like the universe isn't going to give that to you not to be too wo- actually do you know what let's just be woo woo the woo woo episode I think we probably yeah. should <laughs> yeah no it's so very very true yeah it's hard though isn't it because it kind of feels a bit ridiculous but I think you've really proved that if you put it out there well it's a bit like you know you're probably too young for this but you know the film Field of Dreams no (laughs) it's way before your time um if you build it they will come okay yeah have you heard that saying yeah no definitely so yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go into Field of Dreams, but Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Cosner oh, builds a baseball pitch for some dead baseball pe- players to come. <laughs> okay, I'll check it out then. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it, it's kind of kitsch. It's very old. But anyhow, okay. the point is, 
you've got to build yeah like, you've got to build it in your mind haven't you yeah yeah there's no point in asking people you know yeah asking people to do stuff that you haven't provided it I guess yeah totally yeah so what are some other things that really grew your traffic and or actually I won't say grow your traffic that's a terrible thing to say what uh, you know things that like helped you on your blogging journey last year um so I think well no, no most definitely is the community as well mm. on like social media yeah so I mean there's so many people that I followed for so 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 long um and I feel like a lot of us are kind of moving at the same stage with like our blogs and and things and even you know even if people aren't it's that's fine but I you know I re- at the moment I really love Twitter mm-hmm. so I think it's such a good community and for people just sharing stuff and just really interacting um and yeah and I do I genuinely believe yeah that's that's really helped as well mm. definitely I, w- I think networking sometimes when we talk about networking because everybody says that networking it will help your blog and I do agree with that but it is a little bit terrifying because most of us are introverted by nature um most of us in the kind of blogging community I don't you're not introverted really are you well I always have this debate I think I'm I'm in the middle really so I always say that I am um if there's someone even like a project at work or something, if there's someone that wants to take control and lead it, I'm like, do you know what? You go ahead, that's fine. But when it comes to, oh, no, I don't want to do it, I want to do it, then I'm like the person that will step up. Yeah. So I definitely get nervous. Like I've been to a couple of events, um, especially towards the end of like last year, I feel like. And, you know, I definitely get nervous before I go in. Mm. Um, but again, I just rem- try and remember that everyone's everyone's in the same boat yeah um, that's true and I know I went to like the travel massive after world travel market yeah. this year and I went last year and I met like at least two girls that I'm like speak to all the time now and mm. you know I think they're absolutely great and so I walked in with this girl this year and she was obviously quite shy and I just thought well yeah I'm the one I'm not I'll start a conversation yeah. as well you know so I think that's definitely key to remember that everyone's in the same boat and everyone's yeah, there the same true. thing and yeah and it's, it's like a bit like traveling as well when you arrive to like a hostel dorm or whatever oh and God, you see yeah. a group of people and you're like oh they all look like really good friends like they've been chatting and then when you speak to them they're like oh no we've we literally met yeah. this morning <laughs> it's the same at events and you'll be like oh so do you guys know each other and they're like no we literally just started talking 10 minutes ago <laughs> so I always try and keep that in mind as well to reassure myself but you know twitter and social media is the perfect place for networking because that can like you've just touched on twitter like there's an amazing community there for me instagram is my kind of preferred community mm-hmm. and you can definitely i i, I count that as networking i've i've yeah. definitely done some excellent networking <laughs> from the comfort of my own home <laughs> yeah and what are some other things that have helped so you? i yeah, so I think um, I 2017, I very much concentrated on my blog as well mm-hmm. over, so 2016, I started like vlogging mm-hmm. and that's because, I mean, I love YouTubers like my TV. I don't turn my TV on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Netflix, but I do just, I do like um, YouTube and watching vloggers and I was always sound like, oh, I really want to do that. So in 2016, I did do a few like vlogs and I was again really proud of myself because I thought you know what yeah I'm proud that I thought I want to do this and I've done it yeah and um but then 
towards the end of Tesla 16, I got quite stressed that, you know, trying to write blog posts and edit videos. And again, you know, just haven't got the time. So I kind of decided, okay, what is my focus? Like, is my focus my blog or is it the video? Mm-hmm. And it was by far my blog because YouTube is, I mean, it's hard. Well, everything's hard to grow on, but, yeah. um, you know, I wasn't a pro at YouTube at all. So, um, yeah, so I think just not spreading myself too thinly yeah. definitely really helped because it just made me, yeah, just concentrate on my blog a lot more rather than trying to do a few too many things at once. Um, and now I've got my blog, you know, in a place that I'm happy with and obviously I still wanted to grow and do a lot more, but um, I do want to, I'm going to try and like film a few things this year now and hopefully get a bit more of a balance I think think that's such a that's such a good tip it like it's so easy for us to feel like we have to do everything you have to start a podcast you have to be on youtube you have to have an amazing blog you have to be on every form of social media and giving yourself permission to focus on one or two things yeah I think it's so important and I guess even though I'm not really much of an intention setter or a word of the year type of person I do think that even just setting your focuses at the start of the year or actually do you know what? it doesn't have to be at the start of the year but just having some focuses on like or goals or whatever for your blog yeah I think that's so important it's yeah, really def- really easy especially as creatives like we're in an echo chamber aren't we constantly on social media so you're constantly seeing what other people are doing constantly hearing video con- video con- um, content is the most important thing and yeah or Pinterest is the most important thing oh my god you've got you've got to up your game on Facebook you just have know, to like and I know we talk about this quite a lot like put your blinkers on like yeah I love that analogy yeah I think you just have to don't you put your blinkers on and focus on running your own race yeah, definitely, yeah. And I think the big thing about, it's worth noting with the blog and YouTube as well, if anyone's thinking like the same, as they're trying to do everything, is that a lot of the um, big YouTubers that, you know, do get the thousands and thousands mm. of views and do really well, if you try and find their blog, they either won't, don't have one or it's probably not, it's not updated that often. Yeah. Or it is their full, completely full-time gig and therefore they have they have time but you never really find that you know someone that's super big in youtube that has has a blog as well because yes i think when i realized that as well i thought "Mm, that makes me feel a lot better i'm trying to do a full-time job blog youtube everything so yeah it's impossible you just can't do it yeah do you know that um the anna edit is coming on do you know the anna edit viviana viviana does makeup no i use i'm a big beauty vlogger oh okay Man. so you'll know do you know lily pebbles i recognize the name yeah. yeah 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 if you if you go to her channel you'll see anna okay. you'll probably recognize her um anyway she is an example of some and actually i think beauty bloggers and vloggers do this quite well um she's an example of someone who does both even okay. be- even before it was her full-time gig and i yeah. think i really do think that is because when you travel creating travel content is a lot more time intensive labor intensive yeah even from the very start if you're creating travel videos it's going to take a lot more time whereas beauty videos you can often just sit down that's it yeah it's just some little edits yeah and obviously like 
these people are amazing nowadays like the big the big youtube uh yeah youtubers like zoella and all the rest of them they yeah are super slick but they didn't start off that way no it's good to, yeah it is good to watch back a few as well people yeah. that are really good and see them because it just shows as well yeah yeah definitely um and what else has really kind of shift helped to shift your mindset do you think that um, like ha- because I think it is quite hard to stay motivated throughout the whole year even if you've got yeah. good intentions and you want to stay yeah. focused and all the rest of it it's it's so hard to to kind of yeah keep running your own race how, how do you do it yeah so I think so in terms of kind of writing stuff down I didn't actually do that much last year um, and probably because I didn't expect you know things mm. to kind of go as well as they did in some ways but for example like this year so I was feeling super super positive at the start of January very excited <laughs> for a good year so what I've kind of done this year anyway to keep myself motivated is um is what I kind of touched on earlier is just really writing things down mm-hmm. so I have got multiple journals all around <laughs> my room <laughs> for different kind of things so um yeah so for my blog I was like right if I'm going to try and take this more seriously let's do not by by no means like a business plan but again thinking a bit more businessy um and what I've found as well and again both blog and life as well is that I've been focusing on six months and then on a year Mm -hmm. so because I think that just really closes it down more I think and again this kind of goes back to what we were saying about you know working out what is it that you want and deciding you know putting that out there but also putting a time frame on it because I think Ivan was just saying like in your chat earlier about some things that I want but then I was like I can't have that right now like I can't be a full-time blogger right now and to be honest I don't really want to be but then it crops into my mind that I do but um so it's good to have those things that are you know okay six months or or a year and you know that right the what you're in right now is the journey towards that Um, so that's definitely, well, hopefully what is, what's going to keep me, um, a bit more focused this year. And especially when I, yeah, doubt myself or I feel like maybe it's not going or I feel like I'm a bit more of in a slump or anything, then I I hope that that's going to help me. Oh yeah, definitely will. I've I've decided to do it in three months, like in quarters. Okay, nice. Yeah. So this first quarter is just podcast. Yeah. I'm like, it's 100% kind of podcast. It's a bit different for me because it, it is my full-time job but Mm -hmm. that's my main focus so I've given myself permission to you know spend some of my working days because the podcast doesn't earn me any money yeah I needed to prioritize it because I think it doesn't earn me money directly but actually even when you look at you know my SEO course or some of the affiliate money that I've made Mm -hmm. it has come from my podcast community and the people who listen to the podcast and therefore yeah. trust what I'm saying or um so yeah the first the first quarter is podcast and then I'm just gonna shift it and then it'll probably be moving back to blog again yeah although I haven't stopped writing on the blog oh it's so hard Ellie <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah definitely no it is so this feels like quite a good point to end it um, and I'll yes. let you get on with your evening but where can everybody find you online and what are you up to next where are you traveling to next 
Um, so, well, next I am going to Austria, actually oh, yeah, you're skiing. Going skiing aren't you? Yeah, which I've never been skiing before. So I am thinking positive thoughts. About <laughs> I'm not lovely. going to break any bones. You yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then to find me, um, I am the Wandering Quinn on Instagram and on Facebook, and then Wandering underscore Quinn on Twitter due to the character limit. <laughs> um, and yeah, pretty much just ellie quinn or the wandering quinn in most places perfect and i'll link to everything in the show notes thank you so much brilliant thank you very much thanks for listening to what she said if you liked this episode or any of the other episodes then please think about leaving me um, a rating and a review on itunes because it really helps get the show out to other awesome creators like you and it's a little bit of an ego boost for me too If you want to connect with me, you can find me over on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, everywhere, <laughs> at Wanderloose Blog, or just head over to my blog, wanderloose.com, which is also where you can find the show notes every single episode too. I love hearing what you think about the show, if it's good, and I reply, I try to reply to each and every one of you. Thanks for listening, and come back again next week.